Hey guys, welcome to episode 273 of the podcast with my guest Naima Funk. I love Naima. If you ever get the chance to see her perform, particularly live, I would say take it. Don't look back. Don't just don't even ask any questions. Just go see her. She's a brilliant, brilliant uh, performer. Amazing voice just insanely talented so quick uh at improv uh she's i just i look up to her as a performer so much um she's uh and we've been trying to do the podcast for quite a while i'm so glad we were able to get into the same room together finally i loved this conversation it was so inspiring and uh i walked away feeling you know the real spring in my step i wanted to also uh just let you know that the jv club podcast website is up it's official it's uh you can find us at thejvclub.org. Chris Royce, who runs my Twitter account, the JV Club podcast Twitter account, is uh, responsible for this bit of magic. And it's just, it's such an amazing job. If you ever need him for a project, uh, he comes very highly recommended for me. Uh, There are some illustrations by uh, another listener, Kat, who I got the chance to say hi to in person uh, during Sketchfest. But I'm I'm so happy with it. There's there's just lots to look at there. And it's just so professional and great and fun. And um, I'm just tickled. I'm very tickled. Uh, so thank you thank you so much Chris for that and uh, if you have a chance please check out the jvclub.org and give your love to Chris on on the uh, on the tw- on the Twitter and tell him what a great job he did. Uh, Kyle, I want to thank you for your email. And I think that's it. I'll leave you with that and uh, talk to you guys next time. Hope everybody's doing great. Now entering Nerdist.com Do it. Let me amp you up. All right, you I'm go, ready. Are you ready I'm for so, this? I Are am, you ready for what's about to happen to six you? 6 a.m. Wait, what? <laughs> what's about <laughs> to happen This is going to be painful. Okay, great. Physically painful because I, you've not gone through enough physical pain in your I'm life. I'm so recently. ready. I'm so ready for more. Let's bring it on. Let's do it. Oh, Let's do it. my heavens. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I feel like I've, I, I mean, I have known you for many a year now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm in that place in, in my life in Los Angeles where I cannot believe how long I've lived here. Right. And everything sort of, it's like, I kind of remember the beginning. Right. And, and I remember semi recently. And there's, then there's just a compressed yeah. of the, stack. It's a compressed I salad. I think it's the of, Obama years. I gotta say. Because it be. it's been for me, it's been 14 years this it month that Joshua be. and I moved out yeah. here. And I was thinking, like, how did it become four? Wait, no, is that right? Yes. Yeah. That, you got, I, then that means I you've been it, here. A, right, you got here right before me. Essentially, like It's been a great amount of time. And that time, I think one of the reasons maybe for me, it rushes by and for you too, is because we've been working. Yeah. Working and yeah. Uh, planting seeds. Yeah. And uh, just being. Yeah. Uh, living in the moment every day. And, and, and yeah, there's no there. It's it's hard to what we do is kind of weird and ephemeral. And so the way yes. time is processed is yes. just feels completely different. Absolutely. Like, it's, 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 there isn't the same maybe regularity as Absolutely. other things. And then at the same time, I think for me, uh, and, and, and what I do is a lot of like political or was at, at one time I was the, like at second city was more political improv, mm-hmm. which meant that you had to be in the moment 
in your head in that fun space, but also know what was going on politically so that you could improvise about yeah. something. Now, I don't watch TV. Um, I don't listen to the news. If something happens that I need to know about, I will find out about it. I feel the I'm, same way. Listen, my, Someone's going to tell me. If, listen, I got two kids in the LAUSD public school system. Bless the two-time school was canceled. I found out about it because my siblings in Michigan called me Are you serious? to tell me <laughs> that school was canceled before I got the phone call. That is amazing. From, uh, the automated felt like, this yeah. is the LAUSD yeah. calling let you know that tomorrow the school was canceled because there's too many wearing too much school. Like, my sister called like, girl, y'all don't have school. Stop getting dressed. Like, really? So I'm not... I'm, Seriously. I believe you. The two times, they yeah. Somehow saw yeah. it on social media, or exactly, someone, yeah. or yeah, they they are on that alert system, yeah. and I think that's the problem. You draw more of that into your life, more reasons to be alerted about things happening that really. Thank you for letting me know, but sweetheart, don't bring that kind of stress into your life yeah. for me. I'll find out yeah. when I go to drop them at school, and it turns into a. Fun snow day or ash <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, what was the reason that they, was it because of um, fires? Never fun. It's never yeah. fun. I'm from the Midwest and so it's like it was snow days and snow was fun. Yeah. The first time it was because someone called in a bomb threat. And the second time was Should because there were fires and the air quality was horrible. Yeah. Which is like, you know, you can't be like, yay kids, it's a, let's go out people's to the park and right. gasp. Yeah. It's let's like you just stay together. Within, yeah. It's, um. But but probably still exciting for them to oh, be honest sure, with yeah, you. Absolutely. At the same time, absolutely. any reason to yes, not have yes. to go to school feels like um, But yeah, any reason to 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 miss school is a, yeah. is a fun thing. Do your kids like um, school in general, though? They love it. Good. They really do. They go yeah. to a great school with uh, um, teachers that are very involved, but also um, it's like a public charter school. So the parents have to be very involved. Cool. Um, at times, way more involved than I have time to be. <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm here. I'm at every, you know, like uh, posting photos of being at like, here's, you know, this student of the month day and right. like, you know, February birthday day. And then sometimes I'm just like, can I just turn in a hundred bucks for the school uh -huh. year and y'all just put <laughs> yeah. that towards whatever the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I signed up for the PTA and but that lasted. <laughs> about a month and yeah. i was like y'all are really all about this guys, like listen you yo, guys are clearly yeah. taking care of business Goodbye. oh my gosh they were fighting over like microphones that like the drama department wanted to use but like they wanted to use for uh, like oh please that's that's yeah. No. yeah well that's and that's funny that you would say that because i've kind of been feeling that way about um it's just that it's just that feeling of being torn regarding wanting to be involved in your yes. community and yes. that it's important and that there's so much great stuff that comes out of that yes. and that we all should be doing more of that. And then there's that side of it that, that is truly doing it, which is yeah, like what it, what it, <laughs> and the weird politics, the, the personal politics. Yes, you sort what of it go has fallen oh, into right yeah. sociologically. I am looking at the micro version of the macro issues yes. that we are fortunate to express and have sure, because we yeah. are at this point not quite a dictatorship but yes you yes. know but it's still like cool yeah. so everyone cannot get along and there could be a lot yeah. of mudslinging and even in this tiny room of parents right yes even you're, you're absolutely right even on this level we're still you know it's it's the bickering and all that what i like to do 
in my own way is when they say we need um, everyone to please turn in five bucks so that uh, we can, um, I don't know, for the Christmas pageant or whatever, the holiday pageant, everybody can wear glow-in-the-dark glasses on stage. Uh (laughs) Whatever it is, I'll turn in 20 bucks and go here for the kids that can't afford it. Great. We'll turn in for that. I'll do it that way. I'll turn in extra money when they ask for it. Yeah. Um, And say I don't want it back and keep it towards whatever. Um, and then spend the time when I can and, and like try to, I don't know, try like when I see them at pickup to like, you know, interact with the kids mm-hmm. on that level, I guess is, yeah. is what I mean. What kind of school did you go to? Did you go to a private school, a public school? I went to public schools until sixth grade and then private schools. Okay. And uh, where was a this? Private I, should, school, I guess I should establish uh, that. In Michigan, Chicago? in yeah. Ann Arbor, yeah, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were both, uh, very wonderful experiences that have, um, made me who I am today. At the time I was, uh, a child. So everything is like, oh, there's gotta be something better. Right. Um, was private school, was it like, uh, okay. It was college prep, college preparatory private school. So uniforms. Um, the uniform was at first it was uh, like collared shirts. And then finally they, uh, I, I don't think you had, no, you didn't have to wear collared shirts. Oh, okay. Um, but it was like you had to not look like an asshole. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, like, like. Which uh, is like, that's great, but then like, you can get it into the slippery yes, slope of like, well, wait a minute. Slope. I don't have, I feel that I look crisp right, enough. Right, exactly. You it know, was, who's it deciding was, this? Um, definitely uh, the, like, uh, the, a collared shirt with pants but that doesn't have to be tucked in like it used to have to be tucked in and now it yeah. doesn't have to be tucked in and it's you know like that i can wear it open with a t-shirt under like yeah, of course humans will always find a way to get around everything that is what we do uh-huh. even things that we set up for ourselves uh-huh. that is <laughs> that's so true that is what we do oh, but boy i have realized and i am realizing especially having children a boy and a girl who are five and eight that we're just animals and every point in our life we have to look at the human being as a animal like a a female it's so weird like when you're watching maury and they're like this female told me that i shouldn't do what this female said but if you really think about it it's like she's just my my daughter is just an eight-year-old female who at this time is her like in the morning it's more important to her to put on makeup than to brush her teeth without realizing that like, hey, teeth is part of it. But like, don't get upset with her. She's not special in that way. Don't make kids feel like they're special when they get in trouble. All kids do that shit. Right. Like, that's what the human species is supposed to do. Like, right. all kids lie to their parents. Don't make your child feel like, how could you lie to me? You're the, like, right, all right. these other kids are doing the great, the like, they're perfect. Nah. Yeah. All kids lie. You're not that special. I know your game. Now stop playing that game and let's get back to like the business of being a productive human. Right. I think if my parents had known to tell me that I wasn't that special when I acted out, um, it would have made me not, and I didn't really act out. It was like, Ooh, I'm going to skip you know, having lunch in the cafeteria and go have it at McDonald's. Uh-huh. Ooh, you know, it wasn't like edgy. Yeah, really. <laughs> like I'm going to like skip, I'm going to go you know, practice Janet Jackson moves uh-huh. in the, you know, in the cafeteria when nobody's there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of like, you know, creative acting out, you know, yeah. like, but if they had just said to me, all kids get uh, grades that maybe they're not so proud of. You're not so special. 
you're, it's just you. It's just what happens at that age. You know, we make mistakes and we learn from them instead of maybe treating it more like, how could you mm-hmm. fail at this? Mm-hmm. And keep reminding, we keep reminding children that mm-hmm. remember when you lied last week about this and like taking that out of the picture really, really helps. A thing that, uh, that that's sort of just what I'm learning about. Sure, sure. Kids and therefore teenagers. I yeah. have teenage uh, nieces and nephews and it's like, you know, let them know when they act out. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, you know, sass. I get it. Mm-hmm. You're sassing me because that's just what the female does. Right. <laughs> the 13-year-old female sasses now go to your room. <laughs> right? Wouldn't they be like... Oh, oh, all right. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I think that is that is really interesting, and I, th- I mean, that sort of flies in the face of what some. And I'm saying this as a non-parent, so I can't speak from any kind of experience other than sort of anecdotally, oh, and and what people are yes. yakking about yes. when they talk about words like using words like snowflakes and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. Is that yes. is that finding like I don't envy. I don't. I guess I have never envied any parent in any era raising a child because right. I do feel like there's no perfect time to be a kid and mm-hmm. there's no perfect time to be a parent and right. you're always going to be informed by what's going on around you. Of um, but and it feels like kind of ti- it feels tired to me to be the person that on this podcast does frequently say like. You know, when I was a kid, we would just ride our bikes all day and we would come home yeah. when it was dark and da da da. But, um, and there are things that weren't great about that either. But it, it does feel like, a, for me, I look as an adult and go, like, this might be a tough time to parent a kid or to be a kid in certain ways. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And part of that is, like, is it, are we losing track of the idea that it's okay that our, that people go through those phases and that there is something like, I would rather always feel like I'm more a part of something bigger and feel understood in that way than feel special in a way that's kind of scary to me. Like, yes. Oh, I'm the, I'm weird because I did yes. this. Like, okay. I, I would rather, I like what you're saying. Cause I would rather sort of, you right. know, even like, even if it doesn't make sense in the moment to, to, realize like that helped shaped you when someone was like yeah I get it I know you you're pissed at me that's yeah you know so of uh, course you are you're 13 or whatever right yeah I guess not putting so much on children and I'm not saying if you fail you get a medal it's just if you fail you fail who cares like you got first you got third all right move on to the next thing that's great you don't need a trophy you don't like nobody needs one let's just on to the next, I guess. And the same, like, okay. I've been doing this thing with with my kids where if they get upset about something, I will give them, um, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, I have to mention his name because I was uh, watching about this neuroscientist and he says, um, when we get upset about something, that is our fight or flight uh, Mm -hmm. mechanism that's coming into play. It's that thing that was like a, you know, a cheetah's chasing us. Uh, Let's like, Oh, I have to run. Okay. Now I'm good. Yeah. Calm. I can go back to whatever I was doing, picking berries. Right. Yeah. But since we don't have that cheetah chasing us anymore, we apply that to pretty much everything in our life. Right. Um, Oh, where'd I leave my keys? Oh my God, where'd I leave my keys? Like, and, uh, but we don't come down from that high. Yeah. And when you stay on that level and you keep reminding yourself of like, oh my God, when, I, when that guy uh, gave me the finger, when I was driving, oh, that guy gave me the finger and it's two hours later, you're still like, that asshole today gave me the, and you're still living in that moment, yeah. right? You carry that with you. Yeah. Um, 
our cells start to wire that way and cells that wire together fire together and you start to become addicted to that that cortisol yes that stress that right. stressful and then you need a higher stress each time oh. because like any addiction you yeah need, right okay Awful. so with my kids i'll go all right, I get that you're upset that I said, um, it gives any little thing can set a kid off. Like, I wanted to walk this direction to get to the car and not that direction. Oh my God. Like, I'm going, all right, great. You have uh, 30 more seconds to be upset about that. Okay, great. Now we're moving on. Yeah. And if they continue with the, but the thing, like, yeah, that happened then. We're, we're past that. You have to stop that emotion. Yeah. And we're going to move on from that. Um, now, obviously, if they skin their knee and they're hurt, right. we're giving the amount of proper care and love to that right um but that's a different kind of upsetness that you're getting yeah than that than the stress over i didn't the get small but don't sweat the, the small stuff or, kind of what you know yeah. yeah you told me to pick up my toys and i didn't and you know they got spilled on and now i'm mad like yeah. okay, great you're mad yeah you understand why it happened okay good now time's up okay let's move on to the next thing yeah and girl, it works. I'm so glad to hear that. It works. So that now we can focus on the positive and the moving yeah. forward. And um, it has it, it makes a wonderful change with them. Now, I also, like my husband and I are improvisers, so our kids are quick and fast. And yeah. Like, it's rule of 28. Like, I mean, the, the bits just keep coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so we kind of have to stay ahead of them. Uh, because heightening can happen on stage in comedy ways and heightening can also happen in depressing ways. Mm -hmm. So you have to, like a child can heighten being upset just like they can, just like we can heighten a bit that's funny. So you have to sort of like wrangle the, the like upset ones, the emotional, you know, uh, given the, the, again, given the proper amount of love to every yeah. To every situation. Absolutely. Um, but sort of wrangle those in and heighten the good ones. Like, mm-hmm. you did a great job on that, you know, on your spelling test. That's fantastic. What did you do to, like, let's yeah. heighten these. You know, remember when you did a great job? That's like, heighten those things, I guess. Yeah. Um, that works. Well, I think here's the problem, and I'm not going to go down this road at all. But mm-hmm. just when you talk about, I was just, when you were talking about the idea of heightening versus, like, calming and and mm-hmm. uh, this, this is impossible for me not to be like is it is anyone from the police listening to that would anyone like to de-escalate would anyone like to de-escalate right. because instead of because it's a that it addictive feeling it is an addictive and it's like feeling. when someone else has that, that crackling energy exactly every instinct in us is to be like i'm at, i gotta meet that and maybe i need to exceed it because i gotta yes. be safer than I need this to tape person it. i need to tape it closer i need to like we're, yeah yeah we yeah are heightening yeah. So that again is an addiction. Again, you have to go back through and and recognize it and go, "Ooh, every time that happens, I react this way." All right? Let me try a different thing. Yeah. And as soon as you try something different, have you ever noticed that like if there's someone who always fucks with you in a certain way and um you they they get to you and then one time you don't give them back that same thing, it kind of like throws them off. Yeah, totally. Stops it. Or even I think we've all gone through that. Absolutely. If you're upset about something and you keep it inside and keep it inside, but then you just state it and it kind of goes away. <laughs> sort of changing your pathway. Yeah. Changes those cells in our brain. Absolutely. Um, which is why improv is so fantastic oh, because so we're for constantly everyone. keeping each other going, I'm going this way, this way. You're going that. Oh, okay. We're going this way. Like we're, but we're doing it in a positive yeah. way. We're not getting upset and going, Oh, you didn't. Yes. And my chair, right. you know, <laughs> right. Right. Um, uh, 
but yeah, absolutely. It would, it, it is a addiction. I believe the addiction of you see someone, it's a heightening of, I run after them. I chase them. I do this. I, you know, it's hard to calm that addiction down. Yeah. And I think it's on both sides. Yeah. Um, but when you take the responsibility of being an authority figure, mm-hmm. that's where the conditioning has yes. to be because it, yes. it is the weight of the responsibility of like, we're asking of ourselves, of you mm-hmm. to behave in a way that's counterintuitive to yes. what maybe the animal instinct is, which is to just like fight, fight, fight or course, flight. Because like I didn't do anything If you're the wrong. pursuer, like, then yes. you're not going to be the flight. So you're going to be the course. fighter. Yes. And that's, I just, yes. I just wish there was more of a, like, we just have to upend everything to where there is such a more psychological empathetic kind of yes. training happening. And that doesn't mean that every person you're chasing down is a good person and it that they're going to, you know, and, and it, it absolutely does not. And it is absolutely very hard. And I've seen it happen on, on many occasions for um, people who are being chased, let's say African-Americans to, to do what's counter when somebody pulls you over and says, Hey, get out the car, calls you the N word. And you're also heightened, want to be upset, but it's difficult to fight against that and go, yes, sir. Oh, God, I won't be so I, hard. I, I couldn't do, we, I wouldn't, I could, I mean, I'm saying I couldn't do either, but I, I, I couldn't I, do either. Yeah, I think you could. I think, I think, <laughs> I, I, I think you could. No, <laughs> no I'm, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Like I um, have a terrible, like I respond poorly to authority. Yes. And I look like I do. So I know I can't, like, I can't even imagine walking the earth and it's being and, looked at in that way. Yeah. And I, I experienced that with my children. I definitely have to cop a different tone and look, um, when I'm with my children and there's police officers around, I have to like, um, we were in Seven Eleven. um, me and my kids and, um, two police officers walked in and I was getting laundry. It was like, yeah, I was, you know, getting laundry soap and stuff. And I saw them and they were sort of looking over the aisle at me. And I was like, and we're getting laundry soap because we are legal doing our laundry, children. Right? It is, everything is fine. And I'm uh, keeping my eye on them, keeping my, you know, like eye yeah. on them. And just because that's just ingrained in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying anything to the children, but they'll learn by example. Um, and we walk up to the counter and we're paying for everything. And there's a, a woman who's standing there paying for her stuff. And she thought that my daughter was standing too close. It was just me and my daughter at this time. She thought my daughter was standing too close and, um, Turned out she didn't have her money to pay or something. So the cashier was sort of like, okay, you move on. I'm going to take my items. Right, right. And she turned to us, the woman next to us, she turns to us and she goes, you little niggers. And again, my focus was on the police in the back of the store being as proper and above board as I could possibly be. Everyone in line heard, the woman behind the counter heard, and immediately was like get the fuck out the story like and i couldn't speak my daughter was sort of like what's that what happened i was so like what's going on like yeah that was the first time i had ever been called the n-word um and uh i I went home and i told my uh i uh i I remember telling people about it and more people were surprised that that was the first time i had been called it was like maybe two years ago that that was the first time i had been not that it happened but it hadn't happened sooner like really that was the first where did you grow up sure we got to do some um (laughs) Let me send some scouts out to wherever you grew up because you at least should have been called a nigger by age two, right? Uh, No. Um, But there is definitely a way. Now, that's hard if you're, of course, it's hard if you're being provoked and whatever. 
there's an above board way that you have to act. And even when that happened, I didn't say a word. Yeah. I didn't speak because I knew that I couldn't go, why are you caught? Like, whatever. What is that going to do? What's that going to do? That's so, not like there's no. There's, how hard is it to like sit and plan at to speaking of like improv and being in the moment, mm-hmm, but like st- mm-hmm. to also have the presence of mind to right. see like five steps down the road yes, where you're like, to see you have well, to. if I say that, then this yes, is going to happen and yes, then that's going to happen. Yes, and then that's yes. not going to give me a result that and is that satisfying. It comes back to being in control and authority. And like you were saying earlier, there is authority that we all have to take of our own actions yeah. and seeing if I do this, this will happen. Do I want that? Right. Do I, and is that a is that towards my goal? Is that taking us to the funny side, or is that taking us towards down like this right. emotional thing that's going to be scarring? Yeah. Unfortunately, I think with a lot of these issues like this, it takes a huge thing to happen to break the system. Um, and politically, that's definitely been our president that has broken the system um, because he's nobody. Doing a great job. No, he's a yay. <laughs> he's doing a great job of educating people in this country about their political system. Yeah, I. Um, uh, that's absolutely true. He, there are many people who woke up the morning after that election, and um, or, or I'd say the morning of that election, knowing really nothing about our political system, who now have been very, 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 very educated. Yeah, it took that to happen. Um, and, uh, there have been some things that have not been good that have come out of it, but we have to like with everything in life go, okay, that happened. Let's be constructive. Yeah. Let's be constructive again. Let's not keep reminding ourselves of the time you were upset because I told you I parked on the left side and not the right side and keep going. Yeah, but we parked left. Yeah, but the left. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but we parked. Ooh, ooh, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I got gotcha. you. I didn't mean I'm it like, to be so oh, oh, winking, oh, winking overly. No, winking no. overly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But really, actually, it, it is that simple with children. Yeah. With that five-year-old human, th- that human male. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when we let it get out of hand, when we don't check them or we, or we take it too far to one side, I think, or, you know, too far of like, you're, you're bad, you're bad, you're bad, or everything you do is good. Everything you do is good. Everything you do is good. Then you get a 74 year old human male who acts in this particular way. Mm -hmm. And so we have to look at that and go, Ooh, do we want, do we want that? And that also has a lot to do with what, with like how we are raising our children, because there's a lot of things that are heard at school where the kids will come home and say, our president's not a good guy. And I'll go, you can't, I don't want you to say that because first of all, you're black, you'll get shot for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out we're not allowed to say that first of all, because uh... we're not. Um, but it, there's a respect level that has to occur because it's not always going to go your way. Like we were talking out and on the way in, it doesn't always go your way. Now, obviously, adults, you know, there, there's a different way to look at it. Right. I feel ways about the president that I would never share with my kids just because they don't, um, they they couldn't process it. Yeah. But actually, they're pretty smart. I'll try it tonight. And see. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? Skype me in. You know what? Skype me in. You know, I want to totally, see how this goes. It's totally worth it. Goes. Skype. Oh, you know, I have a recording for my Skype um, when someone calls. 
that I set up years ago. Oh that, yeah. That I don't, I don't really use Skype, but it was back before FaceTime and all that. And whenever someone calls, my daughter's name is Ziza. It goes Skype call for Ziza. Somebody is calling a Skype call for Ziza. You know it. It's a Skype call for Ziza. So Beautiful. I would love it if you would call. <laughs> it is the silliest thing in the world. You know how like computers have like settings that you can change yeah. that are just dumb settings. Yeah. Like, why would anybody ever, ever need that. to change the ring of a Skype call? Like, That's ooh, that purely no, so that no, you like, can enjoy a beautiful course, song right? from Naima's beautiful singing voice. Oh my voice, god, she was which like is very six beautiful. months old. She <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> Now she has that beautiful totally, remnant oh of her six-month-old life. There we go. Um, what that there's that's a actually a question I wanted to ask mm-hmm. too is do, when you were like for example in high school, did you have a sense of like was was being at a charter school or being at a college prep school? I mean, I guess it's hard to compare since you weren't at another school, but did, was there sort of a sense of like, let's get our teenagers involved in current events? Like, let's talk about what's going on in the world or, you know, let's talk about this president and let's talk about policy and stuff like that. Or was it more focused looking backward on history and that kind of stuff? No, it was present in the moment. It was definitely my my parents are um my dad uh, teaches African-American studies and he's a history professor. So we were like brought up to date, <laughs> like to birth, like, okay, so this is what's happened uh, historically for African-Americans in our country from, you know, the time of African-Americans in our country till the date you were born mm-hmm. and constantly updated. And, and really, you know, the news with my parents is constantly on. And even at school, there's a lot of, you know, current events and, um, civics classes and and uh my mom is uh you know was on city council and you oh know, wow so yeah. yeah definitely um a uh knowing a lot of what was going on which definitely then helped informed you uh, getting yes into, yeah, yeah getting into and- second city i i think also it was it it became a thing of like i was watching all of the all of these current events things happening and then at the same time doing plays that were sort of like old um, and playing like the the maids and the nannies and almost sort of in what I love to do, I was doing, I was portraying something that I, that didn't feel good. Um, even, and I, it, it felt weird. It was mm-hmm. like this, oh, I love being on stage and that feels good and I should love what I'm doing, but God, I hate playing a slave and like, oh, wow. I hate the way I got chased in that. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. this is another whipping scene. Jeez. So real, like, and you really were doing stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it was, that yeah. was, and, um, and then I was introduced to second city and found out like you could write your own stuff. Never thought that I was a um, comedic person. Um, how did so then how did you get interested in Second City? Um, I I was doing a show at a community theater in Ann Arbor called the Performance Network and the producer of the Second City in Detroit came and saw the show and in the show I played a lot of different characters um, and he uh, left me his card afterwards that was like uh, hey come come out I have a little theater in Detroit and I had seen a show there before I had been dating a guy who had been in the touring company who was like nah they never have auditions and he wrote on a card he wrote I had no idea about me that I could you know act yeah so I went for an audition at uh, Second City um, having not done it before and I go to the audition and um, I saw Joshua there um, and he uh, 
because uh, I knew him. You're now husband. Yeah, my, my husband, say, my, yeah. my later husband. Yeah. I knew him from college. He had done the musical theater program as well. And I was like, hey, Joshua, I'm Naima Woods. Um, I'm going to, um, you know, I'm, I'm about to audition here for Second City. How do you improvise? And, <laughs> and real quick, real quick. Real quick, real quick. And he was like, kind of rolled his eyes. And he's like, just say yes to everything and don't ask any questions. And he kind of walked away. And I was like, God, he's a dick. <laughs> I bet that last name is fake too. Classic. Walking for the audition, he was running it. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's a great uh, story. He uh, and and so I got up on stage and and I ended up getting put into the touring company. And then like six months later, I was on the main stage. God, how was like, what was that first experience of that audition? Did you have that like rush of like? Oh my God, what's happening? Or did it feel in it, a weird way like, did it pl- like sort of ground you in an interesting it way? It was very grounded. It was mm. very calculated. I think I, um, I always liked math. And for some reason, right away, it was like, okay, because it, it was an audition for women of color and like, uh, any other like disabled or like any like minority this all the scraps right the scraps Listen, was, we're throwing all yeah, the, scraps the scraps that go into the sausage yeah, the of this scraps. part yeah absolutely like <laughs> oh, the no. mailman's like i got a second i can uh oh, no. i can do zip zaps up i can lead us oh, in no. something you know um and i remember we were, we were up on stage there was like four women and we got some suggestion and um, they each sort of started doing like classic black women characters, like loud. And I was like, oh, um, Condoleezza Rice. I'll do Condoleezza Rice. And like said, I'm, I was thinking, I was like, I'm Condoleezza Rice. And like was sort of like, because that was the person that I knew. Yeah. Um, it was not an impersonation. Not at yeah, all. Yeah. I do not. I'm, I'm not an impersonation not person. Um, I will just state who I am and then state things that they say. Like, I'm Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> I'm not getting you coffee, you know, like just, you know, bits on that. But, yeah. um, uh, I think it was just because it was, it had, it was because of what he said, just don't ask questions and say yes. Um, it was because of that, like, and who knew that we were going to late, like later end up, you know, and that was how he proposed. That was, don't, yeah, ask, don't questions, ask questions, just, just say, say yes. yes. Um, it has been uh, 17 years of that. I haven't really been able to I'm really, ask him. I'm really any. sorry that you haven't been able to ask him. Yeah, I don't know his shoe size. Um, you know what? Skype me in later. <laughs> I'm going to also have a conversation with Joshua. There were so many things I need. Paper or plastic? I don't know. I don't know these yes, things about yes. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh, yes. Thank you. Oh, God. Um, but, um, and, but So were you a person that people, like, would your friends say, you know, Amy, you're so funny. Or like, were you aware of yourself as, and I'm asking this because I've said this on the podcast before, but uh-huh. like, I, th- I thought of myself as a sort of funny, playful person, yes. like in class or with friends, uh-huh. you know, I like to goof around, but for some reason that never translated to like a fearlessness in comedy or an interest in, co- yes. like I had, yes. I worshiped I comedians, but I was right. like, anyway, I'm an actor. So I yes. guess that's that what I got. Absolutely. Yeah. That was absolutely, I did not have, I just, did things at times that were funny and made people laugh. And when I would make someone laugh, they'd go, ah, that was funny that, you know, what she just did. And I'd do it again, like, pew, pew, you know, yeah. whatever it was. Um, probably more I just like... Was that R2-D2 sound. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> do you guys know Naima Woods? <laughs> pew, pew, ah, oh, that's hilarious. You guys gotta hear her do this. We pew, call pew. her pew, pew. Pew, pew, God, it's great. <laughs> I wink while I do it. You guys, you can't see it, but I'm winking while I do it. Um, but uh, never thought of myself as as funny probably I think 
the the quote I remember my my was like I don't know if it was my dad or my mom but somebody was like you're not funny you're kind of more rude but not fun like uh-huh. <laughs> everyone was sort of very surprised interesting and and it took um quite a while for people to um understand that because my my path was musical theater so it took quite a while for people to um see that me not going to Broadway and going along this path of improv and comedy, you're lessening yourself. Hmm. You, 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 there's you less have, dignity inherently. Yes, there's less dignity. Mm. You have such a powerful voice that you could use to play Leontine Price in her life story. Again, like, you know, these histor- historical, like, um, I wanted to, I wanted to, I guess do something next, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. what something new, something next, and following my heart yeah. uh, in doing it. Um, and and a lot of times, what I find funny, the audience doesn't laugh at, and they do laugh at something that I didn't think was funny. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, what was that? What did I say? <laughs> Jesus. And and um, um, I guess I I've always been been a singer. I have always sung everything yeah from uh, my brothers will would get mad at me because they'd have friends over i have two twin brothers that are five years older they'd have friends over and i would sit on the toilet with the door open be like i'm sitting on the toilet and you're mad because i'm sitting here and i won't close the door because riley and ren and i and they'd be like mom come on like singing there had to be like they had a bit of band singing at the dinner table i was just constantly making just making up songs and yeah. making up things, doing improv, but never knew, didn't even know what the word meant mm-hmm. until I um, like went to that audition and, and like really asked that question. Yeah. How do you, what is this? How do yeah. you, like I watched people do it, but it was just sort of like, okay, I like, I don't know. I, it, um, because it's so fun, I think in that way, as as a skill, um, for for me, it's it's almost like a meditation, mm. and it certainly is very healing for me. Because mm-hmm. as you mentioned earlier in the podcast, pain I have I um, <sighs> have nerve pain in my uh, back that has had me in constant pain for about six months now. <sighs> Being on stage, um, it is uh, like a shot of a drug that is so healing and powerful and um, scary, um, but not addictive in the way that it's like the, the good, yeah, the, the good side yeah. of the neurons firing together. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's creation. Yeah. Um, not being a consumer, you know, it's, you're, you're putting out, you're creating yeah. and well that said. is a, that's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. Um, so many of the addictions that we have are, are addictions that we put into ourselves mm-hmm. and we wonder why they, um, why we don't, uh, why they don't give back, mm-hmm. why we don't put out what we want. It's cause 
a good addiction is something that you're putting out. I love that. that. I've never heard that said that way before, but I, that's so brilliant. I think that's, that's just really, really well said. I I love it. I'm going to take it. Thank you. I'm not going to take it in a way that I claim for my own. No, please. No, take it and and use it. No, but that's so true. You know, that's really, that's just, that's just extraordinary. It's, and I feel the same way about, uh, about improv. I really, even if I don't feel like doing it before I'm doing it, Mm -hmm. 99% 99% of the time once I'm doing it I'm so glad that I didn't because that because it allowed for zero room in my body or mind to do anything else or to yes. focus on anything else like yes. if you're really I mean I'm sure there are times when you can make the decision to be kind of half present and be mm-hmm. still worrying about this thing that happened and that's right. also very human but um but when you can have that reach that meditative place mm-hmm. uh where it is like the time has flown and you've been yes. laughing and you're mm-hmm. impressed i mean that's what i love about the teamsmanship of improv too is just how how much i love being impressed by my peers yes and being inspired and like if i feel lifted up by that and like encouraged to to try to come up with stuff too instead of feeling like well this is all on me right it's a real do or die here this is gonna might suck i think it's it's um, for me, it's also who I'm with and the family and the love of the, of the people the trust on the stage, and, the trust. Yeah. Um, uh, the show that, that I do with Black Version, we are a tight-knit oh group God, of people who, such a great show. who are really there for each yeah, other. Yeah, you feel um, that a thousand percent. It, it feels great. They all know about my pain. They were all there in the hospital and saw me. So when I'm like on stage they know they we all feel these things together we all know things about each other and we share things backstage and it's the same with the the 313 we're all which like uh keegan and larry and joshua we're all in that first group of Second City on that main stage that yeah. I joined. And Jackson, they Jackson, were all yeah, that first yeah. group that I joined was the cast that they were all in. So we that's like my my intro to improv yeah. um, from that first audition. Not a bad group. Not a, not bad, a bad group, group to get uh, in with. Dude, not a, gr- yeah. not a bad group of people at all. Um, I'm very, very fortunate. And Nancy, um, my, I just, I'm going to keep naming people. Please, please. I'm very, very fortunate to be surrounded by people who all want to get to that place, who all love that addiction, who all, who see us playing together and go yeah yeah pass it to here or me and i'll take you to this spot and i want i want to see you laugh i want to make you laugh on stage i want to make you shine and because i know you'll do it for me it's that giving yeah that sort of back and forth um if there's a way that we can infect the rest of the world with that uh that wanting to see the good in others wanting to see the other person shine i guess that would be and it's there. It's, it's there all it's the time, there. you know. Of it is. But I agree there. with you. It's just finding those moments yeah. and opportunities to to yeah. push that agenda. It, because that state shouldn't be the like. Oh, I was in another state and I was out of my mind. No. Yeah. That, oh my God, we got there for a change. The, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's where we should always be feeling that creation yeah. of like you know. That's yeah. Why not? Well, that's like, I like I've been talking a lot about that sort of I, I I've because of I think especially this last calendar year yeah. just you know especially since um, 
you know, not just the election. Like, I don't want to pin it all on, on you know, people electing Trump. I, it's definitely more complicated than that. And, but that definitely, you know, I, I, I know what you mean. But it was a watershed but moment that, where yes, we all, everyone, on, on no matter what they thing, think, everyone yes. was like, okay, this is big. That was a huge moment. Yeah. It was, that was And a, a lot of people, as yes. you were saying, you know, that you just like, the, act, the world sort of shifted on its axis and mm-hmm. everyone was suddenly kind of looking at things in a different way. People who elected him felt like they finally had had gotten to shake up the swamp yes, or what have yes. you and i understand why you would feel that way right. i do i understand it and i don't people agree who voted against him were like oh my god there is a swamp right I thought, right well, right well, right they didn't right. even and and who was this and who was my neighbor that i thought was this yes. and then they made that decision and how how can they be seeing the world through eyes that would make them think this was the right thing and That's, how maybe i'm wrong or you know you all know, those things as an african-american i have to say that that is the way that I sort of have been trained to enter every situation, mm. everywhere I go. You you meet someone who's not African-American, someone who's white, um, and they get the choice to like you or not like you. You have to be polite. You ha- It's sort of just the way I was raised. Um, they And I think the day after the election, a lot of people who weren't African-American felt that way too. It was like, wait, I don't know if the person, mm, like you said, interesting. the person yeah. who is standing next to me, they don't have to think the way I think. Oh, that's, I have to get to, I'm not, I might be the minority in this room. Yeah. That's a scary thought. Yeah. Do you, is part of, um, I can't believe I'm, this, speaking of time flying, this is oh, such is a it? pleasure and a joy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, we're all over the place and I love it. Um, but it's, so just to go back on to what you were saying a little bit, <clears throat> is that, was that feeling that, that you just so adequately, I mean, just so, uh, eloquently expressed, uh, and certainly was more than adequate. Um, it, was that something that was engendered in you by your parents, mm-hmm. by your dad? Was it, and, and, and does it come from a place of, not only do you not know what other people are thinking or feeling, but was there a sense of like, it's your responsibility to be an example yes. of the African-American yes, community absolutely. to show yes. it was the shine of light, in me, all that. First of all, it was instilled in me out of love. Um, yeah. As a parent loves a child and wants to protect a child, when a child enters a room that you present your best self, but also understanding that because of the color of my skin, people do have, people might not I might get a doctor who comes in and goes, nah, you're fine, you're fine. And, you know, and you have to not get upset about that and under, like sort of instilling that inside of you, picking your battles, mm-hmm, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, the feeling of you always have to be better. You always have to be above board with your actions and with your words um, because not everyone where you are, it, it, it's a protection thing. Um, it's almost like what women do when we are, I was about when, to say, when we protect ourselves, when we walk into, very, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just knowing your surroundings and knowing that you didn't say anything that might make someone, you know, it's, it's that sort of above board way that we have to speak that also lets us sometimes know when someone says something happened that, yeah, I know I like, I hear your story. I know how you how you had to behave in that situation. You know yeah, saying? I do absolutely. Um, do. But yeah, it's it's that same, it's that same thing. Yeah, it is a protection thing, and I love. I I think everyone should walk in a room and want to be as loving because I I take it as love. Mm-hmm. I don't take it as like you're not gonna like me. I take it as a opportunity as an opportunity of, yeah. to 
um, find the love in someone and, and almost a challenge. Like, yeah, everybody likes me. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think (laughs) welcome to the rest of your life. It includes you liking me. Okay. Yes. Even that lady at seven 11, I was like, really? Yo, did you hear what she, oh my yeah. God, like, no, <laughs> the rest of the crowd was like, come on, really? Yeah. With her? Like, how well, dare that- you? It was, and the woman behind the counter right. was like, oh, fuck it this, was a, yeah. It was a much more of a like, not to this lady. Yeah. Come on, yeah. she's a, like. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I can't, but, and then like, it's so important to, to hear about that stuff happening and to, that's the other thing that, you know, sort of come out of, of because but has come out of all this because it, it was it was not dissimilar i think this sort of like i don't want to use the term white liberal guilt because Go that's very it's a, that feels kind of reductive and it feels no. sort of like you're throwing away but i do feel like there's there's an element of that that happens on the other side too right yes. and that's kind of what we're seeing now with this yes. administration and that's how i felt i remember when Bush, there was all the stuff, um, there were so many protests and stuff happening in Europe over Bush and the war um, in like, you know, just pre like September 11th and stuff. And I Uh remember I was in Paris and I walked around with this cloak of like, every time I admit to someone I'm American, I feel like I have to that's so loaded right now. Yes, and I feel yes. a tremendous responsibility yes. to, to sort of try in whatever way I can to communicate as quickly as possible. Like yes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good, but I'm a good one. one. I'm a, yes. Yeah. And I think yes. that's, that's something that there's a lot of tiptoeing going around and so much of it, I think is so positive and it comes from such a great place. Um, but there is a lot of tiptoeing of going course, around. Yes, and part of that is, is the yeah. sort of like walking into a room where somebody who, whether or not they are, accidentally prejudiced yes. or purposefully or they're not at all but they but the eagerness there's like so many i think um <laughs> caucasian people yeah. who are quivering with quivering. tension to try to prove that they're that not they, are, they want and you, you know, know what, what? I mean? everybody's racist yeah i am you are we're all a little bit racist yeah, yeah. that's what like we're all colorists we're all i like blue shirts over red so like and we're we all, are we and, we're, and we can't have, we tune can't, out all the noise that we're as we're being raised and what our personal experiences are that's just noise yes so these people who are saying things and like and we're going ooh, like why won't trump just to say that he's not racist why let's just say you are we yeah. all know <laughs> Yeah. We all did, stop yeah, making this yeah. man tell you he's not racist. We all know that he yeah. is. That's okay. Yeah, we know, sweetie. Uh-huh. We know. <laughs> it's okay. You. That's yeah. how you were raised. We are now. You're going to learn that there are other ways to like. That's as soon as we stop trying to like pretend that. Yeah, uh, because that's it's, where all the energy goes. If the yes. energy is going into the defensiveness, yes. and I have felt it myself. I mean, yes. I absolutely have. So I cannot, you know, wave a flag and be like, mm, right. it's over here where everything good is happening. Come over here. No, but, but you're it's talking a about a journey for everyone. You are talking about it. Yeah. And that is a step towards. I In hope this so. moment right now on this day, what is this, February 6th, 6, 6, 2018? This is the present moment. The words that you're saying right now are the reflection of your heart and are projecting into the future. So if that's what you state right now, then you don't ever have to say 
that I didn't say it in the past or any. You said it right here, right now. That's how you feel. No, oh, Naima, thank you so much. I'm getting all choked up. Well, because that's like I, because it's, that's how that's how and we heal. And we're, and we're also we in a world forward. where, and it's been coming up a lot on the podcast because we're in a world where there's there's so much. Um, there's a really interesting this American Life episode uh-huh. this last week where they end up talking to this poor this poor. I say poor girl. She's doing fine, but like this this girl who was a YouTube star, uh-huh. and that is another situation where I'm like, I do not envy that generation <laughs> right? because they are all up in each other's business, oh my and there's a lot of shaming oh, going on. Oh, you know, and it's just right in front of you all the time. Mm-hmm. If that's the way that you engage with the world, and um, and so a lot of it is like she, you know, th- this this idea that that uh, she's not saying something brand new, but it really resonated for me when she was talking about how she's been shamed so much by um, so-called social justice warriors, uh-huh. uh, uh, self-proclaimed, and also other people, you know, using that tag or whatever. But that that you know that a word that she uses becomes more important than the whole sum total of everything she's tried to put out and communicate into the world that they stick on this one word and it feels so defeatist and it makes her want to just step back and go, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm not, I'm not going to try to help anyone anymore or say anything anymore because it doesn't matter all this stuff that's out there. That's positive. And you know, it, you're stuck on this and there's, there's something about that that's like shattering to me. Like it's heartbreaking to me that we would be in a place where the conversation isn't allowed because that just feels like, okay, I guess I'll be on my side and here's the wall. Like, do you not see that that feels like a wall in the same way you're, you're opposed to us building a physical wall Yes, down right. between yes. us and Mexico, but, you but you're one, building but you're this emotional, psychological, yes, just, you know, Which just like fuck it, you wall can be hard to harder to break down than an actual physical yeah. wall. Yeah. You're absolutely right about the buzzwords being attached. Um, it's it's the same sort of thing when someone's like you're racist. It's like well, goddamn, now we can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, you know, like like you close like, the door. Like, yeah, geez, it's like bacon. Once you add bacon to something, it becomes bacon whatever whatever. It can be like a, a turkey, <laughs> but like you put bacon in now, it's like a bacon wrap turkey. Right. Like that, you know, like right. it's totally. It can be like Peking duck, but like uh-huh. you put bacon, it's like bacon Peking duck. So like you know, you Absolutely. totally just turn. We we need to learn how to listen again to each other to people that we don't want to listen to we should all have to listen to podcasts of the people we hate yeah <laughs> to like um i know we should i i, <laughs> I don't do that i listen that to things that i love for that sure. does i listen to things that i love but i do feel um, like there are people who are doing but, good work where it is like this like i'm listening to this story on xyz mm-hmm. and it's 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 putting me in a position where I feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, I am kind of uncomfortable. Like, this is, I have complicated feelings about this topic also. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing from both sides, uh-huh. which is a little bit different than, like you're saying, you know, having feeling- to having to listen to somebody who's just spouting off, well, yeah, of a diatribe. But feeling uncomfortable isn't bad. Absolutely, it's that, it's that it's like key. why. It's like why. What makes us? Maybe there. It, that's that still small voice inside of you going, "Hey, listen to that. That's something that like that." That's sticking to you in some way. And remember, whatever you're listening to, you brought it into your life. So there's a reason why you're listening to it. Yeah. Are you seeking? Um, Are you asking? And it's that. And and, and just to merge it with what you were saying before about your kids, it's I'm I'm so fascinated and sort of um, obsessed with this idea of and, and it ties in with your dad and what he taught as well. But this idea of like, 
like being able to acknowledge the animal in us and mm-hmm. then being able to acknowledge the divine and being yes. like, I, for, I accept this. Yes. That doesn't mean I don't want us to evolve, continually yes. evolve through exactly. those things exactly. because we have these wonderful gifts that we've evolved yes. to where we can, I mean, what other species can go, Hey, I feel like this. Like my big thing is like Lucy, the, the, our ancestor Lucy, who had to sleep in a tree because she didn't want to get eaten by the tiger. Right, and when right, she yeah. start when you you start to fall asleep and you're sitting up and you have that, oh, right, yeah. and that's so that's, old. It's the oldest yes. memory yes. of I don't want to fall out of my tree. Right. To be what other species gets to go? Hey, I have this I feeling. Have I can look thousands of years back and point to why. Then what does right. that say about what I can look forward, forward to? to. How far ab- can I project into that's what's next for us? absolutely true. That's absolutely true and really just ties into why we need to project, like I was saying, what you're saying right now projects into the future. If that's true and you can think about the past, and I think we can change the past based on how we, if there was a situation that was really fucked up with someone, you know, excuse my, uh, going through and, um, you know, healing thoughts about the past. I believe we can change that, change in the future as well. I mean, I I completely, I completely, lost my train of thought but I see I, I totally I totally see see where you're where you're going with that um god what was I gonna say about oh yes about the the, the divine and the animal mm-hmm. recognizing that yes you are a 13 year old human female screaming is what they do but you don't have to be like that and you can be better than what others do and so constantly being that in the divine and the creation of you can create something better with your life. You yeah. can, you're better than that. That's, I think that's what I mean by mm-hmm. taking away the sort of like, you're not special. Mm-hmm. You're not the first teenager to come home late. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to make you feel like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. I'm going to ground you for three weeks. It happens all the time. Be better than that. Yeah. You know, just call me. Yeah. Or just you know, ask if you can stay out a little longer. Like, let's, let's see what happens if we try it that way. One of the things I say to my kids is, is that a lesson you need to learn again? Mm-hmm. Do, you, <laughs> do you need to learn that lesson again? Like yeah. you, you already fell and busted your head doing that once. Do you need to, or like, you know, if you're going to park on the street where you got a ticket before, like, do you need to learn the lesson again? That tickets cost very money? often the answer is yes. Yeah. Apparently, apparently I apparently. need to continue to learn this lesson or apparently I'm deciding that my values are that right. I would rather park here like and no, take I, my chances. I already know this lesson. Why would yeah. you like you, you wouldn't keep taking the class, the same class over and over and over. Like yeah. you don't learn, like re go over your ABCs every day. Yeah. I, sometimes I have to break it down to them like that. Like, yeah. you know, think about it like this, like think about what we're doing, what we're, what we're creating yeah. in our interactions. I love that. I mean, you're having, you're obviously you're treating them as, as, uh, future adults and you're allowing them to be kids which i think is like that's yeah. kind of a perfect combo and again in my opinion as a non-parent um i gotta get into this mash game yeah we you. really I'm do very excited we about need it. to mash it up we gotta mash it up okay. um so the first category i'm gonna give you uh mm-hmm. is give me three people mm-hmm. from uh from, from any time in history it could be a personal relationship or just somebody that you admire but these are going to be three people that you sort of have like the bat phone connection to that you can talk to and you know the sort of a mentorship or even Great. just to oh, make yes. you laugh like okay so three from any time any period from you know. any time from any period okay uh the first i'm gonna put down is um uh my girl rebecca mater okay great rebecca mater 
um, bat phone, definitely bat phone. Oh, at, well, my my sister Kiana, K I A N A. She should have been first. She's definitely on my. They probably just I probably just called her because I just said her name. Oh, yeah. close. <laughs> um, and the third bat phone. Um, oh, Mary Beth. Great. Mary Beth is total total bat phone. Also a member of three one three. Yes, yes, yes. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mary Beth Monroe. Fantastic. Okay, next one is uh, three movies that mm-hmm. you can just jump into and just be in that world. You're not Black Hawk okay. Down. <laughs> You're so ready. This is an improviser for you guys. Okay, Black Hawk Down. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I think uh, The Godfather. Great. Probably The Godfather. Yeah, definitely. Great. One or two, not three. Okay. I don't want to be in that world. Um, Understood. <laughs> um, and uh, the third would probably, what about Bob? Great. Yeah. What a mix. I love it. Oh, my God. Is this her calling? I because honestly, am, when I heard your phone vibrate, I was like, I will be so impressed that, if no, it's her. It's, it's not, but that would be very, it would be very crazy <laughs> amazing. We'd have to like, put her on speakerphone right, yeah. probably. Um, <clears throat> okay, next category is three skills that you wake up with tomorrow. And this is more like sort of like real life skills in, for this category, uh, but that you wake up, you could wake up with tomorrow and sort of just know, like uh, suddenly you're an amazing gardener or suddenly you can... Like something that I can't do now? That's yeah, or just I've... like the, if you wanted whatever the best version is of something you can do if you wish you could do it better or whatever. Um, play the piano. Great. Um... I would say, um, uh, like architecture, I, uh, to, to be like a, an architect. Mm-hmm, great. Just be like, yo, your building should look like this. Skank, 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 You're welcome. There you go. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what architects say <laughs> when they draw, right? That's right. Skank, skank, skilly, skank, that's skank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the third would probably be... Um, uh, like uh, be, be able to, to like uh, fashion design like so like mm-hmm. yeah okay. be able yep. to do that that would be awesome so, like designing shit somebody else could sew but I would yeah <laughs> but that would be fun too to be like whip 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 yep, yeah yeah that go. would be whip 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 there you go there's hey, a gown do you need a place to do that because I can I do. draw you a skank god we are talented we are okay next category is um this is like, now this is getting uh, maybe a little bit too much like it's uh, indulging me, but you mm-hmm. are just, are you just have such a great style. And mm-hmm. uh, if you were my paper doll, that's probably racist. Yep. If you were my paper doll slave and I could dress you up however I wanted. Okay, great. So this is going great. Okay, great. Uh, no, but I just, I just love your style and I love the way you carry yourself. And I am curious from you if there are three styles from just like time okay. immemorial or like, you know, some sort of like a costume from a show or uh-huh. like, are there okay. three styles that it would be really fun if, if they were comfort, if comfort were no issue, everything's Which, just equally yes. comfortable. Great. Would okay. you like to see yourself? Egyptian. Great. The, yeah. Egyptian. The the way the women dress, the men, y'all, that just looks like a towel. But the the oh, <laughs> that's a good point. Does well, it some just, headdresses. Uh, There's right? some fancy headdresses going totally. on. Totally. No, but I completely but, like, agree. It kind of just looks the, uh, like yeah. just a. Uh, but yes, but what the, the ladies chicks, got going on? Come on, that's and, really yeah. good. And they knew how to do some contouring <laughs> and some. Mm. Um, so then, and then I'd probably say, um, um, the uh ancient uh what am i gonna say like um 
Chinese. Um, oh yeah, the, like the imperial. Uh, yes, sort yes, of the imperial like, palace. Mm-hmm. I think sort of that look. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those. Uh, yeah, that and that. I also remember. Um, um, and then the third. Uh, what, what, what are the little chicks that wear the little um, the the hats that come down and their hair sort of does the little flip like that um, and the little the straight skirts what is that like the <clears throat> almost oh, like uh, uh, flappers or like yeah yeah uh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 flappers yeah. oh, oh like little, yeah 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 the little close hat with the yeah yeah little flappers yeah, yeah. I, I I could get down with some flappers because the the lengths of those dresses are very like the right below mm-hmm. the knee. Mm-hmm. Very the drop flat. waist, so yeah. it's not necessary. You could have a little hip and dinner. You could <laughs> eat dinner. You're not going to burst anything. Right, exactly. Yes. You could yes. just be like flap, 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 flap. That's your mouth, ma'am. Would you like a fork? That's why they call flappers because their mouths are flapping while they eat. Flap, 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 flap. Okay, next one is uh, three places in the world where, if getting there were not a pain, they would want to have a vacation home. Ooh. It could be places you haven't even visited that you just sort of the idealized version. Okay. Um, I, I've been here in Ecuador, the rainforest, Ooh. in places it's so dense that you can actually build up in the treetops. Oh, treehouse. So basically a treehouse. Yeah, I want a rainforest treehouse. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um, and then I'd say um, um, probably uh, Hawaii. Great. Hawaii, but I don't want to like have to see people. I want to just be right on the beach. Understood. And never have to drive into town. Yeah, this is your <laughs> vacation home, so that's we'll we'll assume that. Not that I don't like Hawaiian towns, but yeah. I just don't want to drive. Um, and then probably somewhere like um some like sound of music type like mm-hmm. Swiss Alps like um yeah. where you you know like I don't some chalet somewhere, yeah, but not a same. creepy chalet like. <laughs> Man in the glass in the what is it? Man in the glass tower. Like I don't want. Yeah, yeah, the high castle. Yeah, yeah, high castle. I yeah, don't want. The, no, those chalets can get real cozy. They yeah. got the, those anything that has that Swiss kind of like comfy yes. cabiny, but yes. it's also like majestic and in the middle. Yes, of nothing climate. that's too like Rapunzel in a tower. Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> not gonna make my you hair does lie not grow on that cold long. stone right, exactly. when it's time to go to bed. <laughs> right, and don't pull on my ponytail, yeah. please. <laughs> that's not nice. God, where do, I guess Rapunzel does take place in some sort of some Grimm's sort fairy of, tales. Like, yeah, like a, t- a scary, high... high. Yeah, I mean, who just built a tower, though? Let's, like... You know that story is going to come out. Oh, yeah. Have you ever wondered who built Rapunzel's yeah. tower? The stone builder. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that guy. <laughs> I don't like it. Stop looking up so much. Stop. Um, okay. It could go higher. <laughs> it could go higher. I think we could do this. Her You're going could too never high. get that long. No, her hair's never going to get that long. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. <laughs> they didn't listen. Um, uh. <laughs> okay. And then next category, this is a perennial favorite of mine, but mm-hmm. it's three foods. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, you can expand to drinks if you feel strongly about that, but uh, that in this universe of ours are available to you at the snap of your finger. So it could be something rare that you don't get to eat very often, mm-hmm. or it could just be something that you would eat all the time if there were no ramifications. Okay. Pancakes. Right. Um, uh, probably um, uh, eggs, but like, can I change if I want like scrambled or oh, something? Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. go mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, sunny side whatever. up, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we're going with breakfast here. I know. I do love um, good, I mean, breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast is pretty I awesome. no problem before I could, you go. All, I eat breakfast all the time, so I'm going to go with turkey sausage. <laughs> <laughs> 
something out with breakfast. And mm-hmm. it does feel like there's a tremendous amount of variation. It's not like, you know, mm-hmm. breakfast equals breakfast every time. Right. Like you can go all over the place with yeah. breakfast. Uh, the Japanese breakfast is like one of the things yeah. that I really love, except for when I was in Japan. And then I really was like, I can't eat any more salmon for breakfast. <laughs> I've officially decided I can't have miso soup and salmon for breakfast. Oh my gosh. Um, Really for breakfast? Yeah. Is your palate Just a strong fish smell in the morning. It was so exciting at first. And then I was like, nope. Now what I'm finding out about myself is that I'm ready to just eat some eggs. Now you're done. Yeah, Uh, right. But there's a lot of like... (laughs) I'm really going off a tangent. <laughs> what I love about the well, Japanese breakfast when they do like the miso soup is they they really have the like the condiments of like, do you want some pickled vegetables? Right. Do you want There's some of this? Do you want a little seaweed? Do you up. want yes. that? Do you want to scatter some sesame seeds? Yes. And I do like that. It's like a Sunday bar. Right. But yeah. For yeah. miso soup. Right. That's a lot of setup though. It is a lot Somebody of setup. Somebody was, I, you weren't doing that yourself, were you? No. No. You're See, right. that's Somebody the thing like every morning. Like, hold on, kids. <laughs> Here's this um, tray of 50 where's my possible. <laughs> Mom, we gotta go. You're so right. Hold the fuck on. You're so right. You will have miso soup oh, and salmon God. for breakfast. Oh, Mom, it's lunch. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, we eat that for lunch, too. Um, okay. So, uh, what about honey? <laughs> um, okay, next category is... Uh, now listen all <coughs> due respect to your very talented wonderful husband yeah but in this mash game yes. we have a little bit of a fantasy okay, world we're great. playing with it mm-hmm. could be characters from a book a movie it could be okay. celebrities from any time yes, any era. yes yes three three hmm well i have not seen black panther yet mm-hmm. but i'm just gonna go ahead and put black panther on the list yeah. and reserve that spot to be either him or any of the women does it have to be just just three people or three men? Uh, no, no, it'd be three kidding. people. Just three people. It'd be three people. Do they have to be people? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm they joking. don't even have to be people. I'm go- I'm you can go- put a polar bear uh, um, on there. Really? I'm fine with it. Really? I'm great with it. For this real? is a fantasy world. Uh, there's a flamingo at the Los Angeles Zoo <laughs> named Clyde. Who- well, we have a surprise for you because that flamingo was right here. <laughs> oh, my God. Ladies Clyde. and gentlemen. Oh, Jesus. It's a love connection. <laughs> um, I should have put Side shrimp note. as one of the three things. Uh, side note, it, I, I was uh, at the nearby grocery store. I guess I will it will remain unnamed. But the nearest grocery store to where I live, mm-hmm. I was standing in line uh, and on the newspaper or on the magazine rack was the Vanity Fair that had the actors from Black Panther on the cover. Yeah. And then in the aisle next to me checking out was Black Panther. <laughs> It was one of the more surreal LA moments because we see people, famous people right, all, all the time, the time but, but it's rare to see, to very, literally look over, over the magazine yeah, cover and, and look at the person. Yeah, right. I was like, I'm having a moment. But you can't say anything because what if you're anything. wrong? You're racist. <laughs> that's right that's right i'm not gonna call out black panther you can't it's like no i'm the guy from star wars oh Wake up. shit <laughs> and worse it was billy d williams it wasn't even anyone current you said lando calrissian <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh that's great oh, shit okay luke cage but he can't yeah. talk he doesn't need to speak i don't disagree I do. with what you're saying i don't need a diatribe about you know what's happening to the city uh, right <laughs> not for not for this pleasure not for this not for this pleasure cruise you know i'm making love to you uh. on the <laughs> couch that frederick Douglass. you like shut up 
help. Yeah. Understood. <laughs> Understood. And then the third would probably be, um, oh, probably Brad Pitt, but from um, mm-hmm. the, um, from sort of like the pre-Angelina mm-hmm. era. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. when he, when it was, when he was real dirty and everybody knew that he didn't bathe when it was cool because he was like grimy, grungy. Yeah, he's like, showing up in like the yeah. 12 Monkeys type. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Play the 12 fight Monkeys. Club, but it was just gritty. Sort of gritty. Yes, yes. yes. I'm putting oh, gritty I'm, Brad Pitt. Yeah, gritty Brad. Brad gritty. Yeah. <laughs> Brad grit? We got there. Brad grit. Brad grit. We got there. <laughs> Brad, great. Great. Uh, okay. Final category is, let's say, okay, you can, um, in, in, in your existing home, mm-hmm. uh, there is this sort of magical door that opens up to a room mm-hmm. and, uh, obviously it doesn't have anything to do with like the blueprint of the house. I know you're an architect, so you understand what blueprint means. Um, but it, but this is a room for your kids. So three different kinds of room and it could be completely magical. It could be practical, but this is like, like secret kid room. Uh, could be that it opens into a forest. You know what I mean? Like it's all, all bets are off imagination. Oh, I would want it to open to my parents' house. Mm. Great. I would want it to open to my parents' house and then be in in Michigan and like be able right. to, but have it open into my parents' home. Great, that would be really cool. Well, you might not get it. Well, you might. You got to give me two more. You said you said when I got home. I, I, Listen, I would, okay, I wait. cannot. I said all bets are um, off. That also meant zero guarantees. There you go. That's fair. I uh, the second door I would really love to have open into. You're gonna like this. In Arizona, yeah, the uh, Camelback, uh, oh, saddle, right. Saddleback yeah. Mountain. I love uh, the, the resort. I I love staying there. Great. And um, one of the old rooms, I want to say, one mm-hmm. of the old rooms, mm-hmm. not the new rooms. Mm-hmm. They they have stone floors, mm-hmm. which is a mm-hmm. really not comfortable thing to uh-huh. walk on a stone floor. Mm-mm. Pass, pass. Um, and then the third one, I would say, um, I would want it to open to. Can I just describe it? Yeah, it's absolutely. like a, a like a magical place, sort of like what the can like the you remember the Candyland box mm-hmm. with the top looks oh, like where yeah. there's just clouds. Like yeah. clouds used to be bigger when I was little, fluffier, fluffier. Poofy. So yeah, like, so somewhere like that with like clouds and sort of um, uh, I don't know, like a castle world, like a mm-hmm. dream yeah, castle yeah. world. I'd say I love probably dream castle world. probably made out of candy. Uh, world. I, I feel like I can think of it more because I feel like I read, I was read more stories when I was little mm-hmm. and had to use my imagination mm-hmm. to like. You're still uh, using your imagination you think? more as an adult than many people for what you do That's when you're true. on a stage. That's very true. And off a stage, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is just this, <clears throat> I guess I forgot okay. to explain this one little part, but what I basically do now is like I draw a little spiral yeah. and. Uh, that takes only a couple of seconds because you tell me when to stop. Okay. And then I pause this, count the little rings, and then I do like a eeny, meeny, miny, like get a you. one, two, okay. three, cross out, one, two, three, cross and then I come back with a, with a gotcha. result. Okay. Uh, so for now, just tell me when to stop. Stop. Great. I'm going to pause this. I guess I said that before. Okay. Listener, it will seem to you as if no time has passed. I don't want you to panic. Uh, and I will be right back with your 100% guaranteed Naima Funk yeah. Nash future. Yes, I can't wait. Okay. Okay. Uh, I Ow. feel great about this outcome. Uh, right. First of all, now listen, as you know, mansion, apartment, shack, and house, that's built in. It's baked right in. I can't control it. 
this makes sense to me. You got an apartment uh-huh. in the rainforest in Ecuador, that which totally. sort of means like you got the bird who lives in this yes. part of the tree, you yes. got the monkey who lives in this part of the tree, yes. and then up on the fifth floor, that's where I live, is your beautiful treehouse. Yes, I just want so a treehouse. Yeah, it totally makes sense. A it actually mansion. makes more sense than any of the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can listen. By the way, I don't know how you got a piano up there, but you are a virtuoso. On yeah. the piano. So yeah. clearly you have one up there that yeah. you're tinkling away on for the I rest of the course. I was once in a mall in Canada with Mary Beth and Joshua. We were doing shows there in Sudbury. This mall was very sort of vacant, but it had a second floor. And on the second floor was a piano store. Mm-hmm. And we were like, how the fuck did they get a piano yeah. up here? <laughs> and a, a bunch for a store. So yeah. why would you be on the second floor? That's shocking to me. Uh, you know what? If you ever want to revisit that memory, I want you to rest assured that no matter what, no matter where, no matter how, you could always get Mary Beth on that bat phone. Yeah. So she might be Yay. able to resolve that for a stat. Yay. Mary Yay. Beth, my girl. Say, looking at your purse. Thanks, honey. <clears throat> um, in other uh, fun visiting other places news, you have a, uh, a, a secret magical door at yes. your house that uh-huh. opens up right to your parents' house in Yay. Michigan. Yay! Very, very good news. <laughs> Yay, that makes me happy. Uh, and then when you're like, you know what? I'm going to escape this reality just for fun and just dive into a movie. You can go into the world of The Godfather 1 or 2, not 3. Oh, Great. Um, you have... Wait, wait, that's actually... Wait, I didn't really think... I didn't know I was going to go into the world. Oh, yeah, of... no, you're going into the world. Oh. So uh, you better get... Oh, I chose shot. two very violent movies mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I was prepared to... I, uh... I'm, we're both glad you didn't get Black Hawk Down. Yeah, right? Yeah, me we're too. I just like Very glad <laughs> you didn't get Black Hawk Down. Okay. Uh, now, <laughs> just... And then these final pieces of information I'm also very excited mm-hmm. about. Uh, I now am obsessed with the idea of you getting to be in a film or television where you get to play an Egyptian because Yay. I'm very excited about mm-hmm. uh, being That's able to rock happen. that style. It's going to happen. Uh, I don't know how much turkey sausage they ate in the <laughs> Egyptian times, but I know you have unlimited amounts at I, maybe your it was fingertips. Peacock. It might have been peacock. Uh, it might have been peacock sausage. I think they had that back then. And I, I like to imagine you um, in this with your beautiful uh, coal eye- eyeliner feeding little tidbits of turkey sausage to uh black panther yes you got the character not chadwick boseman mm. the actor yes i mean you can have him if you want but you, na- you you named black panther I that's a more exotic us. exciting yes. superhero right version in that world so is don't the world get excited get to, chadwick. Yeah. I just, <laughs> chadwick i gotta let you down i gotta let you down I when i see him next you. at the grocery store yeah i'm gonna walk him through what happened Please. hey listen i gotta let you put know. a comforting hand on his <laughs> right. handsome shoulder Right, right. And offer to make him feel better. Uh, Court 45 works every time. (laughs) Naima, thank you so much for doing the podcast. This was uh, such a just beautiful ray of light in my day. I feel very selfish for um, getting to do it and have these inspiring conversations because that's kind of what I, that's food for me. It's wonderful. Um, Thank you so much. And thank you for everything that you do in our community. You are fantastic and wonderful. I just feel so lucky to to get to do stuff with, with, um, with all you guys. And I know one day I'll be able to perform with a black version. Yes, you will. It's around the corner. It really is. Mm. I mean, we are being pressured to diversify. No, you're not. (laughs) No, wouldn't that be crazy? Amazing. People are picketing. 
Why aren't there any white if people ever in any the time black it's possible now? Everything is possible. If every now. time, everything if ever any is time. possible. Um, where can people find you on social media? Anything you want people to know about, uh, etc. They can find me at naimafunk.com um, right. everywhere. Um, but I, I, yeah, it's fine. I'm doing black version shows everywhere. You know, I, I do have to say. If uh, my, my good friend has a uh, homeopathic thing. Oh, very cool. Called Helping Bodies Heal. Helping Bodies Heal. Um, and uh, check that out because that's okay. really what I'm into lately. Yeah, is yeah. doing a lot of uh, homeopathic um, and um, aromatherapy yeah. and just oils and stuff. Helping any, Bodies any, Heal. Yeah, helpingbodiesheal.com. Helping I love it. Um, yeah. Check that out. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, Mark Evan Jackson uh, founded uh, the Detroit Creativity Project, oh, yes, which is a yes. great so, improv uh, group that yeah, I donate that to, um, and I recommend that you support them as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you again, Naima. And thank guys, you. I will talk to you next time on the podcast. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by The Amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.